0: Hey, everyone, we have a question about religious exemptions. So that's exciting. And a couple of other good ones on this episode of Ask. Well, everybody, this is Ask. I'm Pastor Jamie here at Cornerstone Church. This is where you ask questions. You go to our website, cornerstonebv.org. Uh, there's a drop down. You hit Media, drop down Ask. Put your question in. Don't have to leave your name. We need your questions. Anybody besides Ariel? Love you, Ariel, but two questions a day. It's a little much, right? Um, and uh, so we need your questions. And uh, if you have them, someone else has them too. Even if you wanna email them to me or uh, submit them personally too, uh, is fine. But the website's the easiest way to go about doing that. Um, so let me be careful about how I phrase this, phrase this one because we get our videos yanked down if you even mention a certain word and it's not a profane word at all. I'm gonna say the jab. You all know what that means, right? When we're talking about a certain pandemic. Okay, hopefully you do. Here's a topic, religious exemptions. Number one, can anyone claim a religious exemption to get the jab, of course, or not get the jab, I should say. Um, And this, of course, is asking a question. You probably know this, but if your company um, tries to make you get it, um, can you claim a religious exemption? Of course, if you are at work as a federal employee, you don't have to anymore because the court actually shot it down. But private companies can still do whatever they want, and many of them have made or tried to force their employees um, to get the jab. Uh, I've had to walk a number of people in our church through that, uh, for various different reasons and pressures, and it's very unfortunate in my opinion, but it's definitely the reality. So, uh, the the answer is: Can anyone claim a religious exemption? Yes, by law, anyone can claim it, right? Like, no matter what your religious religion is, nobody can tell you you're not religious, right? You could worship the wall or the cloud, and, and you know, hopefully you don't, but you could. Number two, then, who actually decides if the person seeking the exemption is truly doing it for religious reasons? That's an excellent question. I haven't quite gotten to the bottom of that one. It really seems individual, depending on the company. Uh, you know, they most of them that I've seen pretty much just take the religious exemption because it's very hard to prove that someone isn't for religious reasons, and you really, really, really don't want them to sue you over religious uh, liberties. That's just not a, a good place to get into as a company. But some companies don't care. They're very vehement um, and they are checking it and they're calling pastors and making sure you go to church or synagogue or whatever. Um, so it really depends on the situ- situation. But three is uh, really the crux of the question. How do those that file for religious exemption prove that their religion excludes them from getting the jab? Okay, so that's kind of depends. Let me show you, I think, the best case that I know someone has made. Um, and, and it really comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verses 19 and 20. The Apostle Paul says that Christians uh, uh, about their bodies says this, or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God? You are not your own, for you are bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body, okay? So what their argument is, look, I am supposed to glorify God with my body, and so I'm supposed to treat it with respect and honor, and, and they will then make the case to say, I don't know what is in this jab, right? I don't know if there could be long-term, we don't know anything about it, um, and really, I should have the right to take it or not. Someone shouldn't force me to do something with my body that I, you know, don't want to do because again God has called me to steward my body well. Second point uh, usually is used is James chapter 1 verse 5. If anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives all generously. That might not seem related, but the point here is as a Christian, I pray very hard that God will give me wisdom and in, in Um, situations where I'm not sure what to do. Should I take this or not? Is it good for me, my family, not? Should I eat it right? And then my job's on the line. And so as a Christian, I ask for God to give me wisdom and I believe that he has. And in that wisdom, for me, I'm not, right, like the argument is not that my wisdom is on everyone else, God's given me wisdom to not do this, and therefore uh, you need to respect my religious beliefs and convictions, that it's my body to honor God, and I've been given the wisdom to do what I think is right with it. Um, You know, there's some arguments that are made against that, but I think that's typically the strongest argument if you're looking to make a religious exemption, uh, certainly as a Christian uh, against the Jeb. Okay, hopefully that helps. If you have any other follow-ups, let me know. Number two, what is a spiritual habit that you think is critical to the Christian's life? Um, Lots of them, let me give you three, okay? And and, and if you do these three things and you're dedicated to them, I believe you will grow spiritually, no question. And maybe that's a big claim. Okay, but I'm gonna try, all right? So, So first, establish an everyday Bible and prayer time. Obviously you're gonna miss some days. Regular habit, in the Word of God, not a devotional book, the Word of God find time to pray. Right, Go through, pray for people, pray for yourself, praise God, worship God, pray, read the Word, that's one. Two, be in corporate worship or church gatherings, usually Sunday but we have one on Saturday as well, um, as often as you can. Right now if you're considered a regular attender to church that means you go twice a month. To me that's not enough. Um, you have to be, not just because hey you need to hear my sermons or your pastor's sermons if you're not part of our church. It, it means You need to be regularly fellowshipping, hearing the word of God, worshiping, praising others, fellowshipping. There's something essential about it. You need to be in, that's not all you need, but that's a huge habit that you need. And third, find one significant ministry to serve in. And when I say significant, it just means it actually costs you some time or some sacrifice. So if you like working with kids, do that. Teenagers, do that. Homeless people or fellowship, leading a small group, teaching something, do something that's significant in service. You do those three things, you will grow spiritually. I don't think you can help not to, as long as you're actually a Christian. And if you're not, I don't know why you would do any of those three things. Okay, lastly, real quick, what is the difference between a pentagram and a pentacle? As a Christian, is it important to know that? Um, I don't know if it's important to know the difference, but it's certainly important to know what they are and that you shouldn't have anything to do with them. Uh, A pentacle is a place where a magical symbol is drawn. It can be different kinds of material, um, but it's used in the world of magic a pentagram you may know this is a five pointed star, star both are used in the mat in, in places of magic and used in the occult and the occult has lots of evil power involved in it it's not something that a christian or really anyone but certainly if you're a follower of christ you should have anything to do with the bible is full of verses old and new about how the occult is damaging and it's dangerous and so those types of symbols they're not a game they're not something to play around with or to see if you can get uh, some kind of power from you don't want anything to do with them in your life or in your home okay hopefully that helps God bless you hey hopefully we'll see you this weekend um, this is this week so we might get some snow on Saturday but hopefully it'll be open Sunday or join us online at 11 and uh, make sure you ask your ask questions cornerstone see you soon.